The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. And there's another turnover by the Bears. Dale Bonner fed L.J. Cryer. He was driving on the baseline and really uncontested. He lost the ball out of bounds. Yeah, and it's, right now Marquette has gotten Baylor sped up. And I think Baylor feels the sense of urgency. They should. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. First half turnovers were were really, really bad. Second half, we did a great job. We only had four turnovers second half, but, I mean, you can't erase the 16 that you had in the, in the first half. And the 16 turnovers in the first half, we, it just dug us too deep of a hole. And, you know, we have a great offense, and I think we got sped up. Um, I think it was a combination of being the first true role game and a combination of just, you know, us getting out of character a little bit um, as far as allowing them to speed us up got to give them credit they pressured us and they took us out of a lot of stuff that we like to do and so you know the next team that tries that will we'll definitely be prepared for stay connected with the voice of the bears on twitter on instagram and on snapchat at voice of bears tonight all marquette the golden eagles again take the bears to the woodshed tonight 96 70 marquette over baylor didn't expect this at all i mean it's not unheard of that Baylor would come in here and lose but uh, didn't expect to just like you said John get taken to the woodshed by a good and a surging Marquette team but this is a fairly major setback for this team and I'll say it again primarily on the defensive end of the floor now from the Allen Samuel Studios here's the voice of the Baylor Bears John Morris and Aaron Sexton Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield from last night. Uh, that was Baylor falling to Marquette last night by a score of 96 to 70, the final score. Welcome in. Glad you're with us on this Wednesday afternoon. We're still in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, stayed here after the game last night. We're flying out this afternoon for Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and the Bears game against Gonzaga coming up on Friday. So truth be told, Aaron and I are recording this 3 o'clock hour early since we'll be in the air at 3 o'clock this afternoon. But Aaron, uh, let's start with that last night. Uh, what a rough game for the Bears. What a, a really good game for Marquette to knock off Baylor by 26. Yeah, I believe Baylor started off 7-2 and then it was all over after that. Marquette went on a 23-2 run and yeah. Baylor, I don't think, ever closed it Closer than 20 after that. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, and, and it was a it was real combination. You heard Alvin Brooks in the open. He was with us post-game. I like heads courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield, and Pat was spot on with his analysis. Uh, it all started on the defensive end. Baylor just couldn't stop Marquette. There was enough offense, uh, as it turned out. Baylor had 45 points in the second half but just couldn't get stops defensively at the rim, on the perimeter, and Marquette really took advantage of that. Yeah, that was the most disappointing thing. is, uh, And so many of those baskets were 
just easy baskets. I mean, they had really open looks. They had a lot of dunks and layups and open threes. And it helps when all your shots are falling, but it was just, it was a tough night. Yeah, very, very much so. So 96-70, the final from last night. Let's uh, let's put this game to bed uh, for Baylor. 19 points by L.J. Cryer. Um, 16 by Adam Flagler. Adam really had a good game. 16 points, six rebounds, five assists, and three turnovers. Even five to three assist to turnover ratio, not his norm. He is uh, um, one of the leading assist men in the Big 12, and his ratio had been four to one. So five assists to three turnovers last night. Turnover bug bit everybody last night. Keontae George, 12 points, uh, just one of five from three-point range, five of 12 overall. He had zero assists and four turnovers last night. Part of the 20 turnovers by Baylor in the game, and as you heard Coach Brooks say, 16 in the first half. At halftime, it was 51-25 Marquette. Baylor had 16 turnovers. Marquette had two turnovers. So the Bears, Aaron, were giving it away, and they weren't creating any turnovers or takeaways themselves. Yeah, and it seemed like about eight straight possessions where Marquette scored. Right. And you were calling, they bring the ball up, and you say, and the steal from Marquette, or, you know, that pass is tipped and knocked away. And I was just like, this is this is getting <laughs> this is getting bad. And yeah, the, the yeah. margin just kept getting bigger and bigger. And, you know, Baylor fought in the second half, but down 30 almost. It was too much of a hill to climb. Yeah, points off turnovers last night, 26 by Marquette, only 10 by Baylor. Uh, Golden Eagles shot 58%, Baylor shot 48%. So the Bears had enough offense, really. I mean, again, the second half was 45-45, but you couldn't trade baskets when you're down by 26, and they just couldn't get stops all night. Trailed by as much as 32 points and lost by 26. So that was the uh, the night last night for the Bears against Marquette here in Milwaukee uh, inside the uh, Fiserv Forum. And Coach Brooks told us it was either on the air or after we uh, signed off with him, he said it's going to be a long night. And it was. <laughs> Coaches came back and at breakfast this morning. Um, we didn't want to come out and directly say how late did y'all, you know, how late did y'all work last night, but he kind of offered it up. He said, uh, it was there. They finished their meetings at 4 a.m. this morning. So they uh, stayed up, you know, while it was fresh, trying to correct what they could moving forward because it's another tough game, probably a tougher game coming up on Friday against Gonzaga. Yeah, you're coming off a very disappointing loss where you didn't play very well. And you've got three days and then you get Gonzaga. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Here's your consolation prize. You get Gonzaga <laughs> and a hacked off Gonzaga team, you know, that just lost to Purdue and lost to Baylor in the national championship game last meeting. So uh, so that's what's ahead for the Bears. Uh, really good atmosphere inside that arena last night, home of the Milwaukee Bucks, a crowd of 14,022 was a really good crowd and it was a really good atmosphere. Um, they did a lot of good things there, and the crowd was really into it, uh, especially early on when Marquette was building that lead in the first half. Then in the second half, Pat and I said that the crowd kind of got bored, you know, because the lead was so big. <laughs> right. and there was no drama whatsoever, so they kind of got bored. But uh, big win for the Golden Eagles, Shaka Smart over uh, uh, number six team in the nation, Baylor, last night. That was the leadoff game in the Big 12 Big East battle. 
And uh, not a great start for the Big 12, but plenty of big games still ahead. There are three coming up tonight. Part of the Big 12 Big East battle. Kansas State plays at Butler, 5.30 on FS1. Uh, Providence plays at TCU, 7 o'clock on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And Georgetown plays at Texas Tech, 7 o'clock on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Those are three games coming up this evening. And then tomorrow, uh, there's some really good matchups in this Big 12 Big East battle. Tomorrow, uh, 5.30 on FS1, Oklahoma State at number 8, Connecticut. Uh, 6 o'clock on ESPN, 7th-ranked Creighton at number 2, Texas, playing at Moody Center in Austin. Aaron, that's a great matchup. Two of the top seven teams in the nation, Creighton and Texas, tomorrow evening. Yeah, it should be a really, really good game. All of them almost should be really, really good games. I can tell you I am 100% confident that Texas Tech will win their game, but all the rest of them probably going to be a lot closer than that game. Georgetown yep. is yep. terrible. They won, they won their first game a couple of weeks ago in over a year, and it was not against a very good team. So they are not, yeah, they are not thriving under Patrick Ewing. Wow, man. Then Seton Mahal plays at number nine, Kansas, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock. It's on ESPN. Friday, uh, none in the Big 12 Big East uh, battle, but Baylor and Gonzaga. And then on Saturday, Oklahoma at Villanova, 11.30 on CBS. West Virginia at Xavier, 5.30 on FS1. And then Sunday, the final game, the Big 12 Big East Battle, St. John's at number 23, Iowa State, 2 o'clock on ESPN2, coming up on uh, Sunday. And I'll tell you what, Coach Drew puts a lot of emphasis on these challenge series. Baylor, uh, even with the loss last night, is 12-4 and four in these challenge series. This was their first uh, loss in the Big 12 Big East uh, matchups. Uh, Baylor has a uh, lead in the Big 12 SEC and the Big 12 Pac-12 uh, series. And Coach Drew really puts a lot of emphasis on it. He thinks it's big for Baylor. He thinks it's big for the Big 12, uh, you know, to get these national wins in these challenge series. Yeah, and they kind of got to get back on track. They lost in the SEC Big 12 right. challenge yeah. last year to Alabama. And that's one thing that I think the younger players are going to have to get used to. You talked about the crowd in Milwaukee. It was the same thing in Alabama, sold-out crowd. Baylor's going to get that everywhere. Yeah. They are officially one of the top programs in college basketball. And everywhere they go, there's going to be big crowds to show up to hopefully see them lose. And they have to get used to that pretty quick. Yeah. Well, that was a taste of it last night and really a taste of what they're in for uh, over the course of the season, you know, when you get to Big 12 play. And that was part of the reason this game was scheduled, to uh, to get uh, that road environment. Baylor's first true road game last night, and it did not go well. 96-70, to 70, Marquette, the final score. All right, off and running on this Wednesday. We're glad you're with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton. A little bit later, we'll visit with John Denton from the TCU Radio Network. TCU playing in the Dr. Pepper Big 12 championship game on Saturday in Arlington against Kansas State. Plus some big news from uh, Mr. Denton uh, relating to his future. We'll get all of that from him coming up in just a few minutes. Off and running, glad you're with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton. Thanks to Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Back after this here on ESPN Central Texas. 
Recently on Game Time, to welcome in for the broadcast team, Kyle Yeomans. This is a team that has its top-heavy stars like the, the Michael Parsons and the Trayvon Diggs on that, that defensive end of the football, but they've also got depth. I mean, Dorrance Armstrong has eight sacks this year. It's pretty impressive what they've been able to do to find guys like Armstrong and Tony Pollard and Jake Ferguson. It speaks to the depth and the talent level that they have across the board. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services, whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out. Their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recessed lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel up rates and circuit breaker replacements. Call BP Services today for a free estimate within 24 hours. And if you agree to the estimate, 15% off your bill. 254-292-8908. Call BP Services when electricity is on your list. Call BP Services your needs. I priority. 292-8908. Your need is I priority. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, the Tom Eva. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. IP Contract Services is family-owned and operated. IP Contract Services has specialized in repurposing and restoring homes of all ages and size. IP Contract Services calls Crawford, Texas home. 5P is dedicated to its community and a leader in the roofing and construction industry with success for over 25 years. Let 5P Contract Services plan, price, and produce any new or repurposed vision you dream of. Tackle all projects with 5P. Goodwill through good work. Back with us, John Morris Show on a Wednesday, brought to you in part by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank, Central Texas. 
Alliance Bank, it's your bank. Also brought to you by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Matt Mosley live at the Baylor Club yesterday. They're sipping shop yesterday, texting with uh, Matt Mo uh, Mike Mosel earlier today. And Mike said it was a tremendous success. Great event yesterday, the sipping shop at the Baylor Club. Uh, just one of the many events that they have available to you as members. Check it out on the web, thebaylorclub.com. Thebaylorclub.com is the website. Or if you have questions about membership, questions about uh, events coming up to reserve a space for lunch or dinner, or to reserve a space for maybe your holiday party coming up, just give them a call at 254-710-8080. That is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. All right, back with us, uh, John Morris in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, as we're leaving town this afternoon, headed for Sioux Falls, South Dakota, with Baylor basketball, Baylor and Gonzaga coming up on Friday. Aaron, uh, Baylor volleyball, we talked with Ryan McGuire yesterday. They are in action tomorrow night, 7 o'clock in the Farrell Center against Stephen F. Austin. First round of the NCAA tournament. Come out and support Baylor Volleyball there. Uh, you can uh, also watch uh, Rice and Colorado, the first game in the first round. That's at 4.30 tomorrow. Then the two winners meet at 7 o'clock on Friday. So good luck to uh, Baylor Volleyball in the NCAA tournament. Uh, Aaron, uh, out walking uh, again here. It's much cooler here today in Milwaukee. I think like it is in Waco, right? It's uh, much cooler today than it was yesterday. Yeah, at this time yesterday, it was about 77, <laughs> and right now it's 45. Oh, my gosh. Huge change. And the same here. It's uh, When I got this morning and looked, it was 25 and a wind chill of 11, so much cooler yes today than it was yesterday. But out walking and uh, discovered the uh, Lake Michigan is like two blocks from our hotel. So Milwaukee is right on Lake Michigan. And walked over there and saw that and pretty cool area right on the lakefront of some museums and a children's museum and uh, uh, just really cool architecture there on the lake. So fun part of Milwaukee. And to be honest, if you'd held a gun to my head, I, I couldn't have told you that Milwaukee was right on Lake Michigan. I didn't know that. I had no idea until you just said it. Well, there you go. Yeah. I mean, I had no idea. But it's it's. I mean, I walk out the front door of this Marriott and go up the street about two blocks, and there's the lake. So so it's here, and pretty cool, and pretty cool part of the uh, uh, area here. Uh, a river runs through the city also. Uh, Statue of the Fonz, uh, I told you yesterday, I saw that. Uh, Happy Days based in Milwaukee. So really cool area uh unfortunately not real good memories as we leave town today with the way baylor played in that loss to marquette last night but for uh, basketball there's always another game ahead and it's a big one against gonzaga coming up on friday there's a big football game at at&t stadium on in arlington on saturday it's the dr pepper big 12 championship game tcu number three in the college football playoff rankings this week versus Kansas State up to number 10 in the CFP rankings this week. It's the only conference championship game in the nation that matches two top 10 teams. Let's talk about it with John Denton of the TCU Radio Network, the color analyst there, longtime color analyst. We'll visit with John when we come back. Stay with us. John Morris Show returns in a moment, brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. 
Diamore at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. It's the Class 2A Division II Region 3 Championship, the Mart Panthers and the Love Lady Lions, and you can catch all the action on our sister station, 1590 AM and 99.3 FM, Kicker Country. Our coverage of Mart Panthers football will begin at 6.30 with the pregame. We'll have the kickoff and all the action at 7. It's Mart and Love Lady this Friday night at 6.30 on 1590 AM and 99.3 FM. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 80. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Deucin Forklifts because they get the job done too. Deucin builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it. Whatever it is. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Having an accredited land consultant like Daryl Weems and his team of farm, ranch, and land experts on your side is a must when making what may be the biggest financial decision in your life. Selling farm and ranch property since 1925, United Country's Twin Bends Realty is your go-to source for real estate industry insight and advice. Sellers will benefit from UC's cutting-edge technology that will provide your property with maximum visibility and value. Find your freedom by calling Daryl Weems, your local land pro at United Country Twin Bends Realty. Learn more at uctwinbendsrealty.com. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. New college football playoff poll is out with Georgia at number one. Michigan moves to the two spot. TCU is three and USC is now four. Ohio State is five with Alabama at six. Baylor basketball blown out by unranked Marquette last night, 96 to 70. Bears will face number 14, Gonzaga, on Friday. USA advances in the World Cup and will face the Netherlands on Saturday. Texas quarterback Hudson Carr has entered the transfer portal. Former NFL quarterback Trent Dilfer is expected to be named the new head coach at UAB. Dallas Mavericks beat Golden State 116-113. to 113. Luka led the way with 41 points in a triple-double. Mavs have the night off before traveling to Detroit to take on the Pistons tomorrow night. 
Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. Yeah, you know what? It's it's been it's been so much fun to be a part of this team just because I think we have done a remarkable job. And I'm, re- I'm not really sure why. I mean, I've got you know, this is one of those things that once all this is over, we'll sit down as a staff and we'll talk about, okay, why did why did these players handle this so well? You know, and was it something we did? Was it something they did? Was it some kind of you know, innate character trait that this team has? Was it the leadership of the team? Just, you know, we'll kind of go back and try to figure out a way to, to bottle it in a lot of ways. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Back with us, that's Sonny Dykes, head coach of the undefeated 12-0 and third-ranked TCU Horn Frogs playing in the Dr. Pepper Big 12 championship game coming up on Saturday, Saturday morning at AT&T Stadium in Arlington against now 10th-ranked Kansas State. Let's talk about a great showcase for the Big 12 on Saturday. College game day will be there uh, ahead of the game on ESPN. We welcome in the longtime color analyst for TCU. Our good friend John Denton joins us. And John, uh, we were just talking off air. Busy week, uh, not just leading up to the game, but tickets and preparation and basketball tonight, all that going on. But, uh, man, isn't it fun? It, it is great fun. You know, I mean, this time last year, uh, we were pretty much packing up uh, football season at TCU and, you know, putting away all the files and, you know, hoping, uh, hoping that Sonny Dykes and his new crew, who had been hired all of one day before, um, <laughs> we were hoping, okay, maybe we can get this thing back back on track. Maybe win six or seven games, get to a bowl game, and and uh, kind of start rebuilding the program. But boy, things things have happened quickly. And yeah, here we are, uh, the end of November and you know early December, trying to get ready for a Big Twelve championship game, and you know all of the things that go along with it, as you well know. I mean, it was a great. Great win last year for the Bears in the Big 12 championship game. Hoping that the uh, the Frogs can follow their private school brethren down that path here on Saturday. There you go. It was great for us. It really was. Uh, and, but for you guys, how about that in one year? I mean, look at, as you said, where you were this time last year to where you are now. That's pretty amazing with the coaching change and all the changes that took place to be uh, sitting here at 12-0 right now. Yeah, it really is. You heard Sonny a minute ago saying, you know, they're going to sit down and try to figure out, you know, what it was and how you bottle it. And, you know, I think a lot of it is, you know, you everybody works hard. Everybody prepares. Uh, you got to get a bit, little bit lucky, especially in the injury department. And uh, we're as healthy as we've been probably at this point in the year uh, since 2014 when we had that, that really good team that, you know, lost the one game to Baylor. But, I mean, really uh, just – just uh, you know, it's one of those things where I think the wave broke uh, the frogs' way. We got lucky a couple of times. Obviously, got away, um, you know, barely by the skin of our teeth a couple of weeks ago in Waco. And you know, those those kind of seasons require that kind of kind of luck. And um, you know, I think frogs have, have stayed healthy. Uh, they've played well, 
and in certain spots uh, they've been lucky, and I don't know how you bottle that, John, or, or not. But um, I will say that, um, you know, a lot, lot of uh, things have changed around here. And uh, the one thing that hasn't changed a whole lot is our roster. I mean, it's basically about to 85% uh, rate. It's, it's all the same players that, that went 5-7 and seven last year. And I think, uh, you know, the system and Sonny has brought in and the defensive group, uh, Joe Gillespie and his bunch, they've done a good job getting guys in the right places and making some adjustments. And the, and the kids have really responded very well. What's the difference? You say, you know, mainly the same players from last year. Uh, obviously, a coaching change. There's going to be changes. And I don't mean this as a negative on Gary Patterson at all. But but what is the difference that has led to this, you know, marked improvement in just one year? Well, I, you know, I think a, a couple of things. Number one, you know, they, they changed up everything about the program. You know, I mean, the, the, the culture's different. I mean, they get up early now. They work out in the mornings as opposed to the afternoon. Uh, I think that does a couple of things. Number one, it, it gives the kids more time uh, after class to get back in the training room. It also, you know, once they have dinner and if they've got a night class or get their homework done, they know they've got to get to bed early because they've got to be back over at the locker room and the training room at 6 a.m. to start getting ready for early practices. So I think that change in the team clock, if you will, has uh, has made a difference. Uh, kids are... Kids are fresher. Uh, I think they probably absorb more. Sonny thinks they, you know, you learn better early in the morning when you're fresh, and that certainly can't be argued with 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 the results so far. But uh, the other thing is just the the emphasis on, um, you know, or refocus on nutrition, and boy, they are really really pointed on on getting kids healthy. And you know, if they're if you're not quite a hundred percent. You know, they're not going to ask you to work out. They're going to put you in the training room and try to get you well. And, I mean, Quentin Johnston is probably the biggest big example of that. I mean, ever ever since the West Virginia game, I mean, he's he spent the week in the training room and then tried to play on Saturday and would re-aggravate the ankle and go back into the training room. Uh, he's about back to normal now because uh, following the Baylor game, uh, he spent the whole week in the in the training room and then did not see action at all against Iowa State, and so now he's had almost two weeks, you know, of of treatment and uh, time in the training room to get that ankle well, and he's he's back to 100%. So I think a combination of those things, plus you've had some guys that that have stepped up and had incredible years, and I think you know Max Duggan's probably the the biggest example of that. Yeah, funny to think that uh, start of the season, Max Duggan wasn't your number one quarterback. <laughs> Chandler Morris started the year, and when he went uh, went down, went out, uh, Max Duggan stepped in, and, man, he grabbed the reins, didn't he? What a great, great season for him. Well, you know, Max, Max is a guy that, um, you know, has really done a great job as far as, uh, you know, just stepping up and, you know, yeah, I mean, he took it hard, you know, not being named the starter at the end of fall camp. Chandler Morris, frankly, had had a better spring and, you know, looked to the coaches to be the guy that would enable them to to do a little bit more of what they want to do with the passing game. Chandler Morris has is, is got a great arm. I mean, he's, he's, uh, he's very good, but uh, went down about halfway through that Colorado game in the season opener and, Max was ready. He he told Sonny, you know, I, I respect your your decision. I'm going to be the best backup I can be. And he didn't have to wait long. And, uh, you know, he's a guy that has made uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 38 starts now. And, 
Uh, he's been the difference in some games and has really improved his downfield passing accuracy. And, uh, you know, that's that's been a big part of it. Not to mention that, you know, he's got it. I mean, he's he's a leader in this offense, and this team will follow him. And, uh, you know, he, he can make plays with his legs. And now that, uh, you know, he's proven he can make plays with his arm. He's 67% passing. He's only thrown three interceptions all year. Uh, just, you know, has done, done a great job and has really enabled uh, Garrett Riley and this offensive staff to, to broaden the, uh, the breadth of this, uh, this offense and, and what, they're, what they're able to do. And I still don't think they're all the way through the playbook. I still think there's more to be seen. And, uh, you know, if they've been keeping any powder dry, John, <laughs> this week is the week to pull it out and, and make yeah. it go to work. Yeah, now. Nah. John Denton, our guest, TCU color analyst, uh, former uh, Horn Frog letter winner himself. Uh, and what do you remember about that game, October twenty second, thirty eight twenty eight win by TCU over Kansas State? Uh, as you look at a rematch on Saturday, what stands out in your mind from that first meeting? Well, I tell you what. Number one is uh, Kansas State just came out and, and hit TCU in the mouth. I mean, it was it was twenty eight to ten about halfway through the second quarter, and uh, it was not looking good. Now. Uh, that's a game where, you know, the Frogs knocked Adrian Martinez out of the game. And Will Howard, that was really kind of the beginning of the, the Will Howard reign uh, this season for Kansas State. And, you know, that's turned out to much like TCU's uh, quarterback situation where uh, you had an injury force another guy into the game and into the offense. Uh, it's kind of been a blessing in disguise for them. But Frogs, um, you know, I think that game turned – Right before halftime, Frogs went on a 91-yard march for a touchdown to score, you know, to cut it to 28-17. to 17. And then the Frogs got the ball to start the second half and went 75 yards for a touchdown. And all of a sudden, you know, with basically all of the second half to play, it was a four-point game. And the Frogs added 14 more and never, never looked back. But, you know, that, that was a game where Kansas State suffered a lot of injuries on both sides of the ball. Uh, Deuce Vaughn missed a quarter of that game. Uh, they they lost a couple of linebackers in that game, and you know I think they're probably as healthy as they've been all year. Now they've gotten some guys back down the stretch, and I think the frogs are as healthy as as they've been pretty much since uh, the start of the season. So I think you're going to see both these teams at full power, but um, you know I think a, a lot of it's going to come down to you know can the Kansas State offense stop TCU's offense, and conversely, can TCU's defense handle this new look will howard kansas state offense that you know suddenly has discovered the passing game a little more they've gone to the quick game they've gotten their tight ends more involved um and not to mention all the other wide receivers malik knowles and and some of those other um receivers that they've got philip brooks and some of them that you know they've got a lot of weapons to throw at you and it's going to give the, the tcu defense uh some challenges and in spots some fits because, you know, Deuce Vaughn is going to get his. Yeah. Hey, tell me your thoughts on this, and you're a lot closer to it than I am, but TCU undefeated 12-0, and number three in the CFP. If it were to be uh, the first loss of the season, if Kansas State were to win on Saturday, what's your thinking about TCU having enough, uh, you know, having enough juice to stay in the top four and, and be one of the four teams in the playoff? 
Well, you know, I think, number one, I mean, uh, you know, I think everybody at TCU is still a little bit sensitive from, you know, eight years ago getting dropped from three to six. And, you know, I think in the TCU camp, everybody feels like, you know what, just, you know, like you do on the golf course out there in Ridgewood, you, you know, you you pull out you pull out a five iron and you, you take you take trouble out of play, you know. And I think that's, that's what the Frogs have to do as well is, is you know, just go ahead and win and, and make sure. it easy on the committee. You know, now, you know, let's let's say that, you know, it turns into a fist fight on Saturday and the Frogs end up losing by a field goal or something. I, you know, I think, you know, a, a close competitive loss to the number 10 team in, in the poll um, might still get the Frogs in. But, you know, that a lot of things would have to happen in other games to kind of solidify their spot. Now, you know, it's interesting how suddenly a, a lot of these experts around the country are all saying, well, you know, now TCU is – you know, run the table, you know, a one-loss TCU team, you know, deserves to be in. And maybe they do, maybe they don't. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful that the committee will do what's right. I think that, um, that you know, TCU, with their strength of schedule and strength of record and all the other metrics that the committee is supposed to be, you know, paying attention to, John will, will uh, go ahead and if the Frogs should stumble, insert them as a one-loss team and then, uh, you know, let – Alabama, Ohio State, USC, you know, whoever else, duke it out for that, that fourth spot. But I know up here in Fort Worth, everybody's thinking, you know what, better just go ahead and win and uh, not be left to the jury, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. That's the way to end that discussion. Uh, final subject for you. Uh, you are about to start transitioning into a new role, uh, no more radio broadcast for you at the end of this school year. I, I'm not uh, speaking out of school here, right? You, you've made this public already? No, no yeah, I, uh, I announced that I was going to retire from TCU back earlier in the fall. And kind of interesting timing, John, not long after that, um, our NIL group, which is called the Flying T Club, which is, you know, in accordance with all the NCAA regs and everything, that is a off-campus, separate, nonprofit organization. And uh, they've done a really good job of, as, you know, a group of volunteers raising money to, to help support the NIL cause at TCU. And they approached me about being their executive director. And um, I wasn't sure that that was something I wanted to do. But the more I talked to them, and obviously, you know, with me going to retire from the university, uh, you know, was looking for something to do. I wasn't sure what. Sure. But anyway, we – Came to terms, and uh, in January, I'll I'll uh, start as the executive director of the Flying T Club. And as a result, um, I was also talking with Brian Estridge, my broadcast partner, many years. That probably next year was going to be my last year on the air. Anyway, that would have been 35 years on the on the um, football radio crew. But um, as it turns out, the Due to some compliance concerns and whatnot with me being involved with our NIL group moving forward, uh, we decided in, in talking with our AD, Jeremiah Donati, that I'll make this my last year on the broadcast. So uh, I'll finish out the football season, and I'll also finish out the current basketball season until my uh, broadcast contract with Learfield runs out May 31st, and then, then that'll be it. So it's um, it's been been a great run. I mean, you've you and I are contemporaries. We've been doing this a long, long time. But uh, it was something that I've been talking about for a while. And next fall, I'm going to be able to go to uh, 
a TCU game at home and sit with my wife, Linda Denton, for the first time in our lives. Uh, she's always been in the stands, and, and I've always been up in the broadcast booth, and I know you can relate to that. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, it sounds like a great move. It really is, especially the part of sitting with your wife at a game. So yeah. uh, we're going to miss you in the, the broadcast circles, but know you'll still be around and uh, know you're always welcome in Waco. If the if the Baylor-TCU game a few weeks ago was your last football broadcast of Baylor-TCU, that was a memorable game for you, wasn't it? <laughs> it, it definitely was. I, I tell you, uh, I've had a lot of people go, how did you know – that, you know, this was the year to, you know, to hang it up. And I'm like, <laughs> nobody knew anything. I've got, you know, I was hoping, like I said earlier, the Frogs could win seven and maybe I could finish up in a <laughs> in a bowl game. And uh, they've certainly, you know, I think, you know, it's like going to the uh, – going to the ice cream store and you only ordered a, a single dip and you got, you got four dips, you know, and they said, don't worry about it. It's on us. And, you know, Sonny Dykes and his crew yeah. taking us on a heck of a run. And hopefully, hopefully we got two or three more games to go. Yep. Well, good luck on Saturday. Uh, you know, I appreciate you and your friendship and great to visit with you and uh, look forward to your game against K state on Saturday. All right. Well, we'll be there. And, uh, John, appreciate you having me on. Appreciate your friendship as well. And look forward to seeing you during hoops with uh, the great Pat Nunley. That sounds great. All right. John Denton of the TCU Radio Network, longtime color analyst, stepping down from the radio work at the end of this year. But he'll still be around uh, heading up the NIL uh, collective for TCU. Let's take a break. We'll be back. Final segment when we return. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Kaleo Wealth Management. Check out the podcast from Joe Kaleo, Your Money and a Cup of Joe. That is Kaleo Wealth Management. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, we're back after this here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor Women's Basketball with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm here on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women back home and back in action Sunday afternoon in the Farrell Center hosting Houston Christian. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 2 p.m. tip-off Sunday for Baylor Women's Basketball. Baylor Big 12 Women's Basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. Price right day and night. Average your car in Texas. Trucks built for you. Red, white, and blue. Average your car in Texas. Cars that zoom with lots of room. Average your car in Texas. Count on us, a dealer to trust. Average your car in Waco, Texas. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. 
In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. My house has a new With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. New college football playoff poll is out with Georgia at number one. Michigan moves to the two spot. TCU is three and USC is now four. Ohio State is five with Alabama at six. Baylor basketball blown out by unranked Marquette last night, 96 to 70. Bears will face number 14, Gonzaga, on Friday. USA advances in the World Cup and will face the Netherlands on Saturday. Texas quarterback Hudson Carr has entered the transport portal. Former NFL quarterback Trent Dilfer is expected to be named the new head coach at UAB. Dallas Mavericks beat Golden State 116-113. Luka led the way with 41 points in a triple-double. Mavs have the night off before traveling to Detroit to take on the Pistons tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. this final segment john morris show on this wednesday afternoon great to visit with john denton tcu radio tcu kansas state saturday morning 11 a.m at AT at&t stadium in arlington and uh let's make note of this uh, second year in a row uh so last year it was baylor and oklahoma state this year it's tcu and kansas state so second year in a row that uh the participants in the big 12 football championship game are Big 12 schools that are staying in the Big 12. That is not lost on some folks, and that means no Texas, no Oklahoma. 
in the Dr. Pepper Big 12 championship game, Aaron, for the second year in a row. Yeah, overrated. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I mean, it just shows you that obviously Texas and Oklahoma are huge brands, but this conference is really good top to bottom in football, basketball, baseball, women's basketball, any sport, even without Texas and Oklahoma, this is one of the top conferences in the country, and they can compete with anyone in the country. That's right. And folks who thought, you know, the league would fall flat on its face when those two schools left, I mean, I think it shows with the uh, really quality uh, teams that have been in this game, this championship game, the last two years now that uh, that's not going to happen. Yeah, and I'm all, I'm all for it. <laughs> Hopefully we can go three for three next year. I definitely am, for sure. All right, so that game is coming up Saturday. And again, ESPN's College Game Day will be there prior to the game uh, beginning at 8 a.m. Central Time, uh, live from outside AT&T Stadium on game day, leading into the 11 a.m. kickoff uh, TCU and uh, Kansas State on Saturday in Arlington. All right, we are uh, coming to you today from Milwaukee, packing up, headed to Sioux Falls, South Dakota, uh, Aaron, I'm just checking the weather in Sioux Falls. So it's much colder here, much colder in Central Texas today than yesterday. Colder here in Milwaukee today compared to yesterday. Sioux Falls is uh, it's about the same. Um, it is right now as we speak 20 degrees. Their high today is 24. Their low is 11. Let me see if there's a wind chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, 20 right now, and it feels like 5 degrees in Sioux Falls. Sunny today, uh, and then Thursday, high of 37, low of 13, up to 40 on Friday. Then we'll get out of there before uh, Saturday when it's supposed to be 27 for the high and 7 for the low on Saturday night. So headed into some serious, serious cold weather in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Better you than me. Uh, yes, but we've got uh, all our heavy gear, and we'll wrap up and uh, be fine. Uh, and it's part of the world I've never been to. So, like I said yesterday, I'm really looking forward to going there. Um, let's share some birthdays with everyone before we move out of here today. Uh, how about top of the list today is uh, Donnell Taff. Happy birthday, Mrs. Taff, today. And we could stop the birthday list right there, and it would be a – a uh, very good list. So happy birthday to Donnell Taff. Appreciate her and uh, wish her nothing but the best. It is Cliff Thornton's birthday. Cliff uh, worked TV in Waco, now in Austin. Saw him last Friday, the Baylor-Texas game in the press box. Happy birthday to Cliffy. It is Robert Mason's birthday today. Robert, former Baylor linebacker. Uh, it's funny, he was here Aaron, during uh, the RG3 days, and Robert Mason was number 10 on defense, and all of a sudden, number 10 jerseys were in high demand, you know, when Rob was quarterbacking here and won the Heisman and wearing number 10. So uh, we always kidded him about, uh, man, your jersey is valuable. People want your number 10 jersey. (laughs) So it's Robert Mason's birthday today. Ken Krause's birthday. Happy birthday to Ken. Appreciate him. Uh, Bill Cousins uh, retired from Rice. Happy birthday to Bill. Uh, Daniel Will Turner's birthday today. Former Baylor running back. Happy birthday to uh, Daniel. Vern Pacor worked with him way back. KWTX Radio. Uh, Danny Palmer's birthday is today. Uh, 
Uh, biggest LSU fan that I know. I, I, there are some others close, but Danny is right at the top of that list. Happy birthday to him. Mm, I think that's it. Abby Baker's birthday is today as well. So there's a birthday list. Aaron, how about you, uh, birthday-wise? Director Ridley Scott, director of Gladiator and many, many other big movies, turns 85. Actor Mandy Patinkin, who was on Chicago Hope and was also on the first few years of Criminal Minds, turns 70. Billy Idol turns 67. Ben Stiller turns 57. Kaylee Kuko, who uh, obviously played Penny on Big Bang Theory, now uh, is starring in an HBO Max series called The Flight Attendant, which I've heard is really good but haven't had a chance to watch it. She turns 37 and... One of the greatest athletes of all time, Bo Jackson, former Major League and oh. NFL star, turns 60. Wow. You're right about that. One of the greatest athletes of all time. To do what he did in football and baseball, it's unbelievable. The story, the guys at Auburn tell the story about how he one time hit an infield double. Now, it didn't, <laughs> there's no error, and it, it sounds impossible, but they swear Bo Jackson did that. Isn't that amazing? It is, and it's a shame that he had that just yeah. fluke hip injury because there's no telling yeah. what he would have done. He was amazing at both sports. And, you know, you can make the case for Jim Thorpe, obviously, Jim Brown, Dion would have to be in the discussion, but, man, he, yeah. he has to be up there. Man, that is for sure. So Bo Jackson is 60 today. How about that? <laughs> that makes me feel old. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. Wow, that's uh, that's a good capper on the birthday list. So good list there, Aaron. Happy birthday to those folks. I would add uh, Cassidy Pate Oates, uh, her birthday today, former with uh, Baylor Acrobatics and Tumbling, and happy birthday to Cassidy today. All right, uh, that's our birthday list today. Great list. Happy birthday, Mrs. Taff. And Aaron, uh, Matt Mosley is coming up next. What do you guys have planned between 4 and 6 this afternoon? It's a little early, so I think he's still working on some things, but gotcha. we will have Kevin Longquist from SigmundSports.com to talk Baylor football and basketball recruiting. And... Uh, we will have more on coaches being hired and fired and the possibility of being hired. We've got some plenty of uh, coaching carousel news for Campus Confidential. And uh, we will talk about Baylor basketball last night, the upcoming game against Gonzaga, and uh, discuss – oh, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Anyway, we got all that, and there's something else that I'm forgetting. <laughs> gotcha. So tune in or stay tuned. Right. And that is coming up next four to six with uh, Matt and with Aaron. So stay tuned for that. The Matt Mosley show is coming up next. A reminder about uh, game time weekday mornings, seven to nine a.m. Your first word in local sports with Tom Barfield, with Ward Whites, with Ryan Fox. That is seven a.m. again tomorrow morning and every weekday morning right here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, we appreciate you being with us today. Uh, we're going to pack up and head out uh, with Baylor basketball, leaving Milwaukee, headed for Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So, Lord willing, tomorrow in the 3 o'clock hour, we'll come to you from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And, uh, Aaron, I've told you this before and told our audience about this before, but uh, my kids a few years ago, they gave me a map that's on the wall in my office and it's got pushpins in uh, locations where I've done Baylor games. 
And um, these days, it's hard to get to a new spot, you know, somewhere where I haven't done a game. But this is going to be a new one uh, in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So I look forward to that. And uh, the game will be at the Pentagon there. It's a small arena. I think just over 3,000 seats available. This is the game that sold out in six minutes when tickets went on sale. Baylor and Gonzaga coming up on Friday evening. So the Bears, a couple of uh, good days of work to uh, get past the Marquette loss from last night and get ready for a really good Gonzaga team coming up on Friday evening. So we look forward to that. That is next for Baylor basketball. And uh, on the road, we will continue and uh, come to you tomorrow from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Great couple of days here in Milwaukee, minus the results of the game last night. But fun to be here in Milwaukee. And Aaron, do appreciate you for making things work and coming in early to making things work. And we will talk tomorrow from, uh, from Sioux Falls. Thanks to John Denton on with us. If you missed any or all of that, you can get the podcast available on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com or on social media at 1660 ESPN. All of our local shows, full shows, uh, local interviews, all available at those locations. Uh, SyntechSportsFan.com is the website. Thanks to John for being on with us. Thanks to Aaron for making it work. Right now, stay tuned. Matt Mosley is coming up next here on ESPN Central Texas. It's been uh, been called one of the great hours in Central Texas. Matt 